Hello and welcome to our podcast, On Your Marks. My name is Peter and I am the leader of St Mark's Church in Jersey, a growing, friendly Anglican church in the centre of St Helier. We want to take the Bible apart and see what's really in there, going beyond the face value to dig a little deeper into certain topics. We will bring you fresh content every week and hope you get a lot out of listening. So, if you're ready, let's go. Good to see you, my friend. And you, bless you. Good to see you. And welcome to everyone listening. I am with my friend and mentor, Ray. We're in your study as usual, which has now become our venue of choice, surrounded by your books. And, um, and once again, you're in your fantastic shepherd's jumper. Yep. Um, for all those listening, guys, you're really welcome. Um, this is uh, an episode of Ray's Take. So Ray and I sit and we, we pick apart uh, the Bible and different topics um, in, a, in a hope just to gain a better understanding of what we're kind of focusing on in church. And um, this episode today comes after a couple of weeks where in church we've been discussing spiritual warfare. And, you know... I'll be honest, Ray, I've been looking forward to sitting down with you and getting your thoughts on this. Um, you have lots of experience um, in this area, or way, way more than I do. Um, and I'm really interested to see what, what we can... See what we can dig out. Dig out, yes. dig into, and, and all that. Yes. I, I, I think, bear in mind, my experience becomes dated in time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but relevant nonetheless. Yeah, but relevant, yes. And, um, it, and I think it's had different stages of its uh, manifestation. Um, in some ways, where we are now, um, it's a case in point in that there have been manifestations that needed a response here well, perhaps more than elsewhere, I don't know. Mm. Um, but that matters not. No. It's a, it's a... Do you know, the first talk we did on a Sunday, we didn't announce the title because we know that the moment you say the word spiritual warfare, it gets a, a response, a very varied response. Oh, yeah. it, it's either scary or brings up misunderstanding. And so we, we, we did the whole first talk without announcing it. Um... It's such a hot topic for some. Yes, and many others are a turn off. A turn off, yeah, um, and creates fear. Um, I rarely would use the phrase. Um, I have much more um, commitment to calling people to prepare themselves to follow Christ unquestionably and unquestioningly um, that that's the priority it not least if you're wanting in to to consider in inverted commas um, spiritual warfare you need to be in a place that's right with God between you and him and you need to be well protected well equipped well authorised. So what do... You, okay. Protected, equipped, authorised. Three words. Maybe we'll come 
back to those. What what do you what word do you use then instead of spiritual warfare? Or would you just avoid it? All? Well, I mean, in in a sense, it's not what what Watchman Nee called the normal Christian life. Yeah. Well, if we are following Christ, we will follow His example. He confronted the devil. He dealt with him. He dealt with those who had been impacted by contact with the devil. Um, and he deal, dealt with it in particular ways. And that, to me, is what it's about. Can I bring one bit of scripture then about that? Yeah. And the, the first thing you said about him, being, um, him confronting the devil. And maybe we'll just unpack that. So I'm in Luke chapter 4. Yep. Um, and this is the temptation of Jesus. Yep. And I'll probably. Strange, that's where I am. Oh! <laughs> oh, wow, that's, that's random. Because, um, by the way, people listening, Ray and I generally don't really prepare. We just kind of sit and just launch into stuff. So it's actually a miracle that we <laughs> usually get something coherent at the end. Yes, you know? indeed. Um, so, uh, Luke chapter 4, I've got. Uh, I'm starting at verse 3. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, to you, I'll give you all this authority and glory for it has been delivered to me and I give it, uh, I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will be, it'll all be yours. And Jesus answered him, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. And obviously there's a third instance, but I just thought I'd read those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's doing <clears throat> There's confrontation, there's affirmation of the truth that the earth isn't the devil's to give mm. for a start. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Um, it is his. And it's a false claim. So woven in to the way the old devil works is to make suggestions that are based on untruth. Now that is not surprising because he's the father of lies. Mm, the deceiver, yeah. Deceiver of the brethren, mm. um, however you see it. And so it's not surprising to see him basing his arguments on a lie. So the devil is basing his arguments on a lie, but then is it telling of how Jesus confronts Satan in the wilderness. It, it is in that he points back constantly to what God has said. So the devil says, but God has said, and God will always trump the devil. Mm. Yeah, and actually, so where it says it is written, so he, he quotes Deuteronomy 8 verse 3 yeah. in the first temptation and in the second one, it's Deuteronomy 16, verse 13. Yeah. So he's just going back and uh, Back into the Word. Back into the Word. So there's actually some... Because your point there about not using spiritual warfare as a thing, it's, it's a, a, as a title, but following Jesus. Yes. Following Jesus' example, therefore we're to expect confrontation. Yes. And when we receive confrontation, get back into the Word. Correct. Yeah. And that is... The process on which we work, within which we work, really. And um, where can it go wrong then? It goes wrong 
when we get when we get fascinated with what the devil's doing, um, when we give him authority that he doesn't doesn't have, doesn't that's deserve. It. That's interesting. When we give him authority that he doesn't have. Yes, in that we acknowledge he has a power wrongly. There is a power and he has to be watched and we need to be alert and we need to be aware of what, what he's doing. But not so bound up with the negative that we sort of almost overlook the priority that we have and that is to follow Christ. And that, that is the important so, you know, in back to that, that verse in Luke, where the devil is claiming to have authority over this earth, Jesus refused to give him to, you know, to believe the lie. Yeah. And so it's the lies that we're told, if we choose to believe them, we're then giving the authority over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's interesting. But the, but the key is... is is to handle this in a wise, mature way in the context of complete trust in Christ. Um, we get ourselves into real trouble when we go in unprepared, uncalled, unequipped to mm. deal with dangerous areas. That there, there are dangerous spiritual areas um, but they are not for everyday Christian activity. Um, what sort of things do you mean? Well, I, I can think of one person, for instance, um, who both Nicola and myself went to see, and um, it transpired that as we began to uh, I have to be careful what I say. Yeah, sure. Um, but as we dug deeper, um, there were more and more people in the background who were occultic um, and heavily involved in a very serious way. Um, and as we then eventually got round to praying for freedom and deliverance for this person... Um, they started to become paralysed. Wow. Um, and it was, it was a very dramatic situation. Um, but we held on to the authority we had in Christ and in the church and dealt with it in an appropriate way. Um, and then there's follow-up and all the rest of it. Um, but you, you could get yourself into a right pickle by getting involved when you're not really mature enough or authorised adequately mm. or having the cover that you require. In other words, if you're going to... I mean, there are situations that I've been to here in the island um, where I'm make absolutely sure I've got moment by moment's prayer cover when I'm in a particular situation um, so that you make sure that there's that sort of cover. Now what 
I don't want to do, I don't want to create a fascination because what I've seen so often is Christians who get fascinated by the devil's activity. Mm. Um, your main primary top, top call is to follow Christ effectively, to be obedient to Christ unequivocally, to be a person of Christ. Mm. Um, that's your priority. Now, where other things might happen, deal with them as they come up. Don't get somehow so fascinated <clears throat> that you spend your time looking under stones for nasty things. Mm. That's not what we're meant to be doing. I think those the words you've used, prepared, equipped and authorised, or you know, called prepared, equipped, authorised, that's such an important trio to have. Yeah. On the point you just said there, I've said this before and I've said it in church, at times people can get, and you tell me if you think this is relevant, people can get very caught up with the issue that's going on in their life and in their prayer life. It's dominated on focusing on rebuking or pointing towards this issue. And ultimately what that, that is doing, in, in my mind, it's deceiving them to make them look at the problem instead of looking to yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pulling away from Jesus. That's that's it becomes a negative influence in that way. Yeah, and that's how it works. And it, it's a crafty old thing, the old devil. We just need to bear that in mind, mm. but not give him an entree. So I guess the question then is, what should we get involved in, or how should we pray? Um, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel," and put some temporary parameters on it, I think. Mm. Um, Jerusalem and Judea and to the ends of the earth. Samaria and the end of the earth, yeah. So <laughs> the ends of the earth are the parameters. Um, <laughs> and if we have that priority, not many of us will have the time to worry about the devil. We will be living a life of Christian obedience, following Christ and his way, we will find that God will supply the deliverance required through those whom he will appoint in authority and victory. And so when you do have Jesus instructing his disciples to, to go and cast out demons or to heal, you know, um, we, does this fall under the realm of people who are equipped, authorised and called? So like Matthew 10, yeah. verse yeah. 1. Well, there's the two sections, the sending out of the two, two groups, one, yes. one larger than the other. Um, Yes, it's a, you know it, it says in Matthew. 10, They've been specifically yes identified by Christ and sent out by Christ and given authority. I think it says, doesn't it? And, to, and he called to him his twelve disciples and gave them authority, authority over unclean yeah. spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and affliction. Yeah, yeah. he has isn't it? And he hasn't necessarily 
given everybody specific authority in that context. Yeah. We, we, we all have authority over the devil. When we respond to the temptations of the devil and we say no to him, we have that authority to do so. Because the commonest way the devil has, um, attacks us is through temptation. And sometimes we try and bring in the exotic in order to conceal the mundane. And by that I mean we perhaps start trying to cast out demons, devils, whatever, um, and ignore the reality of a problem in our lives that is caused by a temptation. Mm. And that's so important that we don't we get that right. So when you said at the beginning um, the importance of you kind of alluded to it, getting in the right place, mm. what do, what do we need to do to get into the right place to pray and to be equipped or you know? In terms of our walk with Christ, yeah, it is living a godly life in the context of following Christ's way um, and being in a good, wholesome, healthy relationship with Christ. And that, that to me, is the, is the heart of it. We, we, we bring in the exotic, usually in order to, or sometimes, shall we say. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, to conceal where we're really at. So being in a good place... Um, being in a good place in your walk with Jesus... Does confession is, have somewhere in that confession? Yes, all part of it. So how, how does that form? Just, just How does that link in with being in a good place? It links in with the wholesome relationship with Christ. It means you're honest with him, that you get, get clean from him. And wholesomeness of life is fundamental for following Christ mm. and being effective for Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I agree with you. You said um, you don't want anybody to have an unhealthy um, sort of interest in this. Mm. It's also we don't want people to walk in fear. No. And so it's, the, it's kind of a, well, somewhere in the middle. I think if we are following Christ and particularly his call on our lives personally, we will be in a right place. This is this is the thing. Mm. And we needn't there's there's no room for fear. What's what's that that song that it's one of the loveliest we had it on Sunday at St Paul's. Um I'm no longer a child. I'm no longer a slave to slave fear. to sin. I, I am, am a child of God. Yeah. And we need to be saying to ourselves constantly, that's where I am. I'm a child of God. Yeah. And nothing, nothing, nothing can take me from his hand. I'm secure in him eternally. And that's where I will remain. Mm. I'm not going to put anything in the way 
of that secure and eternally secure relationship. Um, and I therefore have nothing to fear, mm. so long as I obey. And so where people feel as if they may not be prepared, equipped or authorised, what do they do? Get equipped. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it may not be your call. I mean, yeah. if, if everybody in the church was running around casting out demons that had gone missing somehow, <laughs> um, <laughs> where would we be? Um, where would the evangelist be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would the healer be? Okay, yeah. Not there. Yeah. Well, they're, they're casting out demons around the corner. <laughs> Can't find them. Um, it, it really is nonsensical. Yeah. We wouldn't do it with anything else. Yeah. So be clear about your call. It may be your call. Mm. Then do so in a wise way. Get good counsel, get good support. Mm. And vital that you have good, strong prayer support. Yeah. It's really effective. Yeah. Okay, so the message really to leave people with, because we've said those three words, prepared, equipped, authorised, but actually, is it, is it something else about, is it Jesus? Is it example? Uh, yeah, that is summed up in my walk with Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. In, in the end, only he can equip and he can authorise. Yeah. Has to be under him. We we must be under the protection of the Christ whom we love. Well, and the Great Commission starts Don't when he's gathered with Jesus saying, "All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me." Correct. Not Therefore, go out and make disciples. Yeah. So it's under Jesus. A fascinating little use of words there, if you think about it. All authority given to him. Yes. Now you go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a massive assumption in the middle. There is. That we but are. We have the authority. We, we need to be in him. In him. Yeah. Totally. Ray, thank you for all your uh, thoughts. I'm aware that obviously this topic may bring up loads of questions. Oh, yeah. I encourage people to write them in. Yeah. We, when we meet up next time, we could happily devote a bit of time to answering any questions. Yeah, absolutely. Misconceptions or whatever. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, well, have a good rest of your day. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends on social media. And please do get in touch with any suggestions or comments you may have. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thank you.